This episode of Monday Night Football Podcast is proudly sponsored by Sportybet. Get Sporty, bet Sporty. Mr. Kanu, is that the new Sportybet app? Ah, so of all the betting companies, now Sportybet you can't decide to represent. Are you live betting? Please just tell us where we can get this Sportybet app now, Papilo, eh? That noise where here, she's a bank alert. Oh, she's a live score alert. Okay, okay, wait, wait, please. Hello, my Sporty people. Life bets, high or cash out, instant withdrawal, crazy bonuses, and cash gifts. Okay. Ha! Sponsor Bear! I don't do with money. Sponsor Bear! Three hundred and fifty-two days after the 2019-2020 Premier League season kicked off, Chelsea and Manchester United will join Man City and Liverpool in the Champions League, while at the bottom, Bournemouth and Watford accompany Norwich on their way to Championship football. Tottenham's disastrous season ends in a Europa League place, and Arsenal just haven't been able to make Europe yet. This is Monday Night Football Podcast, and I'm your host Daniel Shalom, welcoming you to the fifth episode. This evening, I'm joined by three guests, um, three important guests, starting with. Esther Proko, I'm Esther Proko, Manchester United fan. Good evening, Esther, how are you doing? Hi guys, good evening, I'm doing well. I hope you guys are fine. Yeah, we're fine, thank you for joining us this evening. And then we have um, Ibn Abu Joshua, Ibn Abu is a Arsenal fan. Chelsea. Sorry, a Chelsea fan. I'm very sorry, Ibn Abu is a Chelsea fan. Good evening, Ibn Abu, how are you doing? Yeah, good evening, guys. How yeah, are you? you're welcome to the show this evening. And then last... Um, but not the least, we have um, Tari Briggs. Tari is an Arsenal fan. Tari, good evening. How you doing? Hello, good evening. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome on the show today. So yeah, guys, finally the 2019-2020 Premier League season is over. And um, Liverpool are champions after 30 years of waiting. I mean, and all that outbreak that happened uh, last season. But then I'm sure it was certainly worth the wait for them and... Uh, it's been such an interesting season for everyone involved, you know. And um, but I'd like to know what was the high point of the season for you guys. So uh, starting with Esther, what was like your high point of this last season? Um, personally, I think the my high points would be the points where Manu beat Chelsea three times in this season, and then the points where we finished third. On the table, on the Premier League table. Okay, so finishing third and um, beating Chelsea three times this season uh, was yeah. the high point. Okay, um, Ibinabo, you're yeah. a Chelsea fan. Uh, what was your high point of the last season? You just completed this season. Well, um, I think the high point for me is the fact that Chelsea finished in the top four, mm-hmm. despite the fact that a whole lot of fans of other clubs expected less of us. We tried our best against all odds to make a top four finish. So I think that's my opinion. Okay, okay. Um uh Tari Briggs, Tari, you're an Arsenal fan. Uh, but then uh, what was your high point of this last season? Uh if you have any uh, well honestly Arsenal didn't have any high points in footballing terms. If, if I'm being truthful, but the only positive this season was the fact that Mikel Ateta was able to tie down the future of the young players, the promising young players at the club. So for me, that was the only high point. Uh, so moving on, we're going to be discussing the performances of uh, each of your favorite teams over the course of the season. 
yeah we're going to start with arsenal arsenal finished eighth position um so ibnabo um how do you rate arsenal's performance this season well um arsenal have had a poor run of form this season in fact arsenal yeah. have done badly you mm. know considering the fact that they've had um three managers this season of which their last choice was the former captain of the team Mikel Arteta coming in from Man City and under Pep Guardiola I think he tried his best under the circumstances and um, most importantly I feel that Arsenal are not spending right in the market yes you would say they spent some money last transfer window last season rather but um, they didn't go for what they wanted. They went for players that they could buy, you know, that would come to the team, you know. So I feel that if Arsenal, you know, are ready to challenge for anything next season, they need to invest in the club, quality players. Okay, okay. So it's been a, an average season for Arsenal. A poor one. A poor season. Yes. Okay, okay. Arsenal started the season with. Uh, Una Emery, but then I think by November he was sacked by the club uh, due to a poor run of, run of form. And then um, Mikel Arteta came in. When he came in, Arsenal was 10th position, uh, but then he tried uh, to take them two positions higher and he ended up finishing the season 8th place. Esther, what do you think about um, Arsenal's uh, performance last season? Um, I really do not want to talk trash Arsenal this today but um, I'm going to say that from the beginning of the season Arsenal was they were around rubbish they were actually playing nonsense and rubbish but they really surprised me in their last match their previous matches especially the match with Liverpool and Manchester City so I think this season has been a roller coaster for them they've been doing very bad that they've been doing worse and then they came to a point where they stay pulling themselves up. But I think it's been a roller coaster season for Arsenal fans and their team. Yeah, true. They, they actually ended the season well, considering uh, their last 10 games before now. They just managed to lose. They lost only two games, and that was to Tottenham and Aston Villa. And they won, they won seven, winning the likes of Liverpool, Manchester City, and Wolves. So moving on, Sally. You're an Arsenal fan, so as an Arsenal fan um, point of from an Arsenal fan point of view, how what do you say about this season? Um, well, over the years, um, Arsenal fans have been clamoring for the club to spend money to invest in players, but actually last year they invested, they spent hundred and fifty million, but in the wrong places, they didn't buy any quality centre back. So that was one of the problems we didn't have. Where, as in our defensive frailties we are exposed. And then another issue was Una Emery. Like, it does, as in, he doesn't deserve to coach a big team. I don't know why Villagi just want to put themselves in, in, in that kind of trouble by employing him. He puts players in different positions we are not used to, just experimenting and making us lose matches and draw matches. So, the, the reason Arsenal performed poorly this season was because of the defensive vulnerabilities and the lack of expertise by Una Emery. Okay, okay. So um, it was an average season or a poor season for you? It was a bad season, 3 over 10. 3 over 10, okay. Okay, and that's an honest, honest one. I'm going to move on over to Chelsea. 
Yeah, uh, Chelsea started the season with a transfer ban. They couldn't make any transfer. And then um, a new young manager, uh, Lampard, coming into the team. And I must tell you, nobody expected Chelsea to finish where, where they finished. Because even um, the biggest pundits um, in England, all their prediction, only about, I think, from about 20 um, pundits, they gave prediction for top four, only about two um, tipped Chelsea to finish fourth position. But yeah. then Chelsea finished fourth position despite uh, everything. So, Ibn Abo, yeah. would you do, you do you do you think it's a fantastic season or it was just an average season for you guys? Well, um, considering the circumstances we found ourselves in, in I would say we had a fantastic run. Yeah. Um, before now, we know Chelsea as a big team, a top four material. Yeah. You know, so. Coming into this season, the circumstances we found ourselves, the transfer ban, you know, Lampard had to work with academy players and a few rusty old players that were in the team. So I would say it's a fantastic run of form. Okay, so um, no complaints. No complaints with the way things have gone this season. Well, um, <laughs> if we're talking about complaints, then the number one complaint I have is Kepa. But then let's no. just save it for another, another day. Like but... Okay, uh, Tari, how would you rate Chelsea's um, performance this season? Well, they're finishing fourth, so I, I can't really say much about them, but I'm very sure they finished fourth because the other teams failed to level up. The likes of Leicester, Arsenal, Wolves, Sheffield United, if, if they were up to par this season, Chelsea wouldn't have finished fourth. <laughs> so I, I think it was a good season for them, considering the fact that the, the other teams allowed them to finish in fourth. Okay, so um, it was it was an average performance from Chelsea this season. Yes, it was it was very average. They considered fifty four goals. A start, even not which would be proud of. So let's just see. Okay, uh, Esther. Yeah. Uh, how would you uh, rate Chelsea's performance this season? Do you think uh, they did poorly or um, average? Um, I think Chelsea actually this season was. A season of luck for them. They were not good and they were not bad. So it's just a thing of luck for them this season. They were they were playing on luck. Like their games were by chances for them to have even been on the fourth position. Okay, so they were playing they were, they were just lucky this season. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I personally think that uh, Lampard has done a fantastic job because Having just players that um, have experience, the players he had, players that had experience from championship, players that had experience from uh, other teams, and then um, old players in the team, like having that kind of resource and still managing to finish higher than teams like Tottenham, just like Arsenal, men, teams like Wolves and Leicester City. He, he has actually done a fantastic job. He could have, they could have done better. They had, they had it in their hands. They could have finished third position and all. They um, let it slip towards the end of the season, but they're finishing fourth. I think if you if you think about it from the start of the season, you actually know that um, he has done a fantastic job. Moving on, we're going to look at the next thing: uh, Manchester United. Manchester United finished third position uh, despite the fact that they were 14 points below third position. 
um, as a general, they were 14 points from third position, but they managed to um, do all that it takes by winning, I think, eight, nine matches. They won nine, nine matches and drew five out of their last 14 years and finished uh, third position. So, Esther. Yeah. How, how would you rate your team's performance this season? How was the season for you guys? <laughs> well, we came, we saw, and we conquered. So, yeah, we really played a very, 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 very good game this season. So, I think we, I'm, I'm not thinking, I know we did great. Hmm? Can you hear me? You know, you did what? Great, great. We did awesome. Great. Okay, okay. So it was yeah. a beautiful season for you guys. A very, very beautiful one at that matter. Okay. You guys, uh, you, you lived up to the hype. I think uh, Manchester United fans were the most hyped about football returning. Like, they were so hyped about it, they couldn't wait. But And then, when football finally returned back, I think from, uh, from the period after the lockdown to the end of the season, uh, Manchester United had the highest number of points. They got the highest number of points from all the teams in the Premier League. So they actually lived up to the IPO, Bruno and Fuba uh, partnership. And Sammy, as an Arsenal fan, how would you rate yes. Manchester United's performance? Did they have um, a fantastic season or it was just there? You know, when Esther was talking about luck and Chelsea, I, I was surprised because if there was any lucky team in the Premier League this season, it was, mind you, before, before the restart, they were like, no, I think Norwich was better than them in terms of creating chances and style of play. Wow. But then, but then um, Bruno came in and he raised the, the spirit of the team. And even then, they didn't really have a style of play. They didn't really have an outright tactic. They were just playing and scoring. And, yeah. and let's not forget that they played only two good teams after the restart. And they, and they didn't win any of them. Um, you get so I would just say they had an average season and they were a lot they were a lot to finish in third. Okay, uh they were lucky. Okay, okay. Uh Ibn Abu. Yeah. Uh how would you rate Manchester United's performance? How would you rate their season for them? Well, I would say that um Man United have been lucky. And when I say lucky, I would say that um they do not deserve to be in the third position at all. Okay. Because coming into the season, when you look at the manual squad and how much they've invested in that squad, they are a team that should be competing with Liverpool. But coming yeah. into the season now, we saw the direct opposites. You know, before the restart and after the restart, yes, they've, they've been winning games and all of that, yeah. but... There is a certain level of performance we expect from Manchester United with the current squad that they have, you know. Yeah. So when they go into some certain games and you see them conceding goals, you know, having to wait for penalties. At least they've yeah. had 10, uh, 10 penalties this year in the EPL. The highest yeah. number of penalties are whether to... 14 penalties? No, in the EPL. In the EPL is 14. Okay, 14 penalties are whether to, to Man United in the EPL this season. You yeah. understand, and so Man United have to rely on on free kicks, on spot kicks to actually win games. It's a very disheartening. So I would say that honestly, Man United have been lucky. You know, uh, at the same time, I would say that um, Leicester City would have done a better job on the last day of the season. But then 
you know, I would say luck came in for Manchester United that day. But I would say they've had a, a fair season with a bit of luck. Okay, guys, at this point, we're going to be going for a break. And then when we return, uh, we're going to be talking about the FA Cup. And then you guys are going to be giving your um, predictions for who you think the winner of the Champions League uh, will be. Hello, my sporty people. Sporty Bet has the fastest live betting. Transform your sport in an instant. Get sporty and bet sporty. And when you need it the most, Sporty Bet will give you all your winnings with the fastest payout available. Don't worry about scary bookmakers. With Sporty Bet, you have good markets, better bonuses, best odds. Download the app now at www.sportybet.com. Yeah, welcome back. You're still listening to Monday Night Football Podcast. Quickly before we go to the FA Cup, Anderson won the English writer's footballer of the season, yeah, Tavi. So, do you think he won the award ahead of KDB? Do you think he deserved that award? Um, see, uh, the, the award is not given purely on footballing terms. I would say, uh, even Henderson knows that he cannot be a better player than Kevin De Bruyne. But then, and there are other things to consider, like. It was it was a really loud voice in this um, Black Li- Black Lives Matter campaign and also the NHIS in the UK. So I think they put all that into consideration and also the fact that he captained the team to win the Premier League after 30 years. So I think he's just the best all-round footballer on and off the pitch. So so based on that standard, I would say he deserves it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did. You do you share the same sentiments? No, 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 not at all, not at all. You know, um, taking aside the off the pitch activities that Jonathan Henderson has, you know, done, I would say we're talking about on the pitch business, and when it comes to that business, uh, Jonathan Henderson has done poorly. He has had just four goals and five assists, whereas De Bruyne has fifteen goals and twenty-two assists. How can you leave that kind of a player out, you know, when it has to be the player of the year award, you know? Yes, we've not gotten to the PFA player award, but the, 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 the Writers Association award is supposed to be given to the Bruyne, you know? What are the Football Writers Association doing? Don't they look at stats? This is a player that has done, you know, 15 goals and 22 assists. That we're talking about. 37 goal involvements this season as against nine. Come on now. Okay, so uh, KDB, KDB was robbed according to you. No, but then we still have the PFB player of the year coming up. So, um, would you, do you think um, KDB was going to win that award? Yes, if they are going to take away English bias, the Bruyne will win the award. Okay, okay. Tari, for you, who was your player of the season? For me, in, in footballing terms, it's undisputedly um, Kevin De Bruyne. He was my player of the season. All right. Uh, Esther? Yeah? Who was your player of the season? Um, I'm going to agree with the gents here. I'll go with Kevin De Bruyne. 
thought I thought this was Bruno Fernandez. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we we also have um young young player of the season. Uh, award for young player of the season. Uh, so Tari, for for you, who was your young player of the season? Um, well, it's between Alexander Arnold and Bukayo Saka for me. Like, okay, if, if I was to name it top three, to be Alexander Arnold, Bukayo Saka, and Phil Foden of Man City. So, if any of them is giving the award, it would be fine by me. You, you think they, they did better than Greenwood this season? But Greenwood has the highest number of votes uh, among all these guys you just mentioned. Highest number of goals. What of the overall play? How did he inflate the team when he did not score? How many assists? How many chances created? So those are the things I look at. So it's not it's not even in the top five for me. Wow. Okay. So who was your number one? Bukayo Saka. Saka. Okay. Uh, I think uh, based on sentiments there. But then uh, moving on to Ibinabo. Yeah. What do you think was the young player of the season? Your best young player of the season? Well, for me, it has to be Alexander Arnold. Mm-hmm. I would say that, um, you know, being at a defensive position at a big club like Liverpool and making about 47 appearances this season, you know, all round, I would say holding down that position, you know, is not easy, you know. So, honestly, I would say that. He is my player, young player of the season, without a doubt. Okay. Esther. Yeah. You're a Manchester United fan. Um, do you do you think um, there's any young player this season that outperformed uh, Greenwood or Greenwood for you is the best player, the best young player for this season? Um, let me not to be biased. Yeah, I'll give this award to. Mason Mount. Mason Mount. Yeah. Okay. You 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 think you think he did better than uh, Greenwood? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. That's uh that's a good one. Okay. Yes, we have the FA Cup final coming on on Saturday. Yeah, the two biggest teams. Um, in England, Arsenal and Chelsea will be locking us on Saturday. Uh, the FA Cup final at Wembley. Uh, very, very big game, very, very big one. Uh, hard to tell where this one is going to lead, uh, um, go to, or who's going to take this one. But then, Tari, you and yeah. Arsenal fan, and your team is in the final. Uh, so, do you think Arsenal will win this competition? Of course, I do. Like I said in the last. Um, episode we are the kings of the FA Cup. I told you we'll beat Man City. We are the kings yeah. of the FA Cup. I, I know this one is going to be a really, really close one. So I'm predicting 2 1 Arsenal. We are really counting on Kepa. We are really counting on him. Please let him just be in the starting lineup. So I think Arsenal will win this one by two goals <laughs> to one. Uh, it's, it's a cup it's a cup competition too. Uh, normally I don't think uh Kepa Kepa uh, will be in that one. But then uh, we'll see what happens. On Saturday, so you think uh, Arsenal, Arsenal will win Chelsea at Wembley? You know, yes. Arsenal played last Arsenal played Chelsea in the cup final. You know what happened? They played in uh, Baku, 
last year. Yes, and, uh, it was it was it was very 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 disastrous uh, for Arsenal. Arsenal lost uh, that game. Just, let me also let me just add that that was the first time Chelsea had beaten Arsenal in the cup final in the history of Chelsea Football Club. So I'm, I, I don't I, see that happening again. I don't see that happening again. Okay, okay. Okay, like you know, no strike uh, twice uh, on the same play. So, no problem. Uh, Ignabo? Yeah. You guys are playing us now. You guys are playing the corners. Yeah, and um, it's an opportunity for uh, you guys to wrap up the season and end the season with a silver win. Do you think your boys will come true on Saturday? Well, I I believe that Chelsea would win that game on Saturday. You know, yeah. um, as you rightly said, what happened in Baku last year will repeat himself here in England this year. You know, mm-hmm. as you said, the lightning does not strike a place twice. Lightning will strike that person twice <laughs> on different places and different locations. So they will feel the heat this weekend. So they should be prepared with a rusted back line. I don't know how Arsenal fans and even the players are even bold enough to say they will go into that game and win. But then that's how football is. Norwich fans also believe that they would have you know, gotten a point from the Man City game but were thumped 5-0. So yeah. all these things are possible you know, to those that dream. But to those that work hard and that will be coming from Stamford Bridge, we are coming to take back the trophy. Lampard is going to end this season on a high note. Alright, so uh, it's going to it's going to be a wonderful one. It's going to be a big one. Uh, but then before I come for your score predictions, uh, let me start with uh, Esther. Esther, you're neutral in this um, for this picture right now. Arsenal versus Chelsea. So, um, who do you think or who do you feel is going to win this FA Cup on Saturday? What's your prediction for this one? Um, um, this is very difficult, but I'm going to root for Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. why? <laughs> because they really wowed me. Their last matches, like I was wowed. Like, yeah, for them to have, for them to have given like trashed Liverpool and Manchester City. I think Chelsea will be walkover for them. I think Walk my United over. fans are com- are confused. They don't know who to support. <laughs> you know, after losing terribly in the semi-final. They want to put their hopes on Arsenal now. <laughs> I understand your frustration, my dear. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, so what's 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 the score like? What's the score like prediction? Three zero. Three zero. See how confused they are. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, wild one there. Uh, even about what's your score like prediction for this game on Saturday? Well, um, I believe. It's going to be a two-one win for Chelsea. Two-one win for Chelsea. Uh, what about you? Okay, Tavi, you've already given us your, your prediction. You said two-one yeah. for Arsenal. Two-one okay. in favor of Arsenal. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of time. I think um about five five days. In five days' time, we'll know who will be the champions. Uh, champions of um, the FA Cup. So time will tell. Okay, guys, we're coming to the end of the show today. Um, but then before you leave, I would like to know who you guys think 
we'll win the Champions League this year. So we're going to start with you, Tavi. Try, who do you think will win the Champions League this season? Uh, well, I, I think it's Bayern Munich. They, are, they have been the best team in the Champions League this season. They have not lost a single game. So I'll give it to Bayern Munich. Okay, uh, Bayern Munich. But uh, you feel Bayern Munich hasn't played um, a competitive game for a while now. Their league has ended um, over three weeks ago and they've not played a competitive game and then they'll be coming to face uh, Chelsea this uh, in two weeks' time. And then after Chelsea, they will face either um, after Chelsea, they'll face either Napoli or Bayern or Barcelona. So You're you very think, confident uh, that they will go through against Chelsea. That's nice. They are, they are, they are already true. Are they already true against Chelsea? I don't, already know, why, I don't know why they're playing the guitar leg of that game, really. See, yes, there, there, there is no miracle. There is no miracle. That For a team happen. that lost to Olympiacos, I don't think you should be involved in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Mado. <laughs> There is no, there is no miracle that wants to happen uh, for Chelsea to uh, knock out Bayern Munich from this competition. I don't think it's possible. We've seen uh, strange things happening. For uh, we've seen strange things happening. We've seen Liverpool beating um, Barcelona and the rest. But then, come on, Bayern is not Barcelona, so I don't think we won't see anything um, happening on that day. Ibnabo. Uh, yeah. Would you would you think it's going to win this competition? Well, um, honestly, I have my eyes set on Real Madrid, regardless of their position now. They lost to Man City, you know, yeah. in the first leg. I still have my eyes on Real Madrid, and then as you said earlier, my uh, Bayern my coming rusty, you know, owing to the fact that they finished their league about some weeks ago. So I would say um, Real Madrid are my favorites too. Madrid to be. So you think Real Madrid uh, will overturn uh, that game um, against Man City? They will come out and knock Man City out. Yes. All right. So Real Madrid uh, for the Champions League, according to Ibilago. Uh So you, Esther, will you feel win this competition? Um, I will give that to Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, why? Um, I think that they have the best attack in Europe. So, yeah, that's 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 absolutely true. Uh, Bayern Munich has the best the best attack in Europe. Uh, front line of Lewandowski, uh, Gnabry, and Amula. Yeah, that's a, a very very strong attack, and they they they've shown that they can score goals. They showed it with Chelsea. Uh, they scored goals. All three goals in the second half. They show that they can score anybody. They haven't lost a single game this competition. Okay, there you have it, guys. Um, we've come to the end of tonight's episode. I'd like to say a very big thank you to you guys, my guest. Um, thank you so much for coming through and joining me on this. I'd like to have you guys again if it's possible. And then thank you to my listeners. Thank you for always listening. Uh, do well to share to your friends and tell your friends about this podcast and also thanks to our sponsor Spotibet. Spotbet has the fastest payout in Nigeria like you literally get paid less than 15 seconds after uh, making a payout so yeah get sporty bet sporty I'll catch you on the next episode <laughs>